feels so smooth, don't you agree? I do. <laughs> this is WBBBM. I'm so happy to be outside. <laughs> Yet you have Ooh. 17 jackets on. Yes. Can we just talk? Here we are. This is it. I wish I usually dance with that ping pong paddle behind you, but yeah. it's a different time. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't touching it. Don't touch so the ping pong save, save something. Save, save a little something. You're right. You're yeah. right for when the COVID party's over. Yes. But we are COVID friendly in the spot. We are COVID friendly in the spot. We've wiped down everything. Mitch and Gooder. The Goot Scoots and Mitch. This we is. We don't know what number episode this is. We I just, don't know what just, day it is. We just let it happen. We just like to let it happen. Who's worried about days right now? Who yeah. cares about that? That smooth ass voice is Tone Bell. He's our first guest Ooh, ever. We what? have a guest. Yo. Tone, what's your radio name if we were all doing morning radio right now? Uh, man, I just thought of, man, what did I just... Tony Tone, don't last, leave the girls alone. La- <laughs> <laughs> hey, respectfully, I, I, it's consensually, I, I respect everybody. Uh, consensually. <laughs> Tony Tone. And I just Tony go, Tone. I'm white. Yo, do, you, do you remember that, uh, like, I, I did this uh, a while ago, but do you remember, there used to be like the, uh, like the Friday night. Like the you know the dude with the that voice. guy and yeah goes, uh, quiet it's storm Friday. yeah quiet storm it's quiet storm though he's quiet like storm. hey man it's Friday night and you shouldn't have nothing on but the radio yeah <laughs> yeah so how we usually start the show is one of us has to go off on something yeah but I think we all got something to talk about because it's been a weird week no, we, I mean we all got something to say here first of all I want to start with an apology to me not to you okay but I want to apologize to Howie Mandel. Howie Mandel for be, yes. for being a germaphobe. I want to apologize to Howie Mandel for thinking that he was a fucking weirdo. Because actually, Howie Mandel is the Rosa Parks of social distancing. <laughs> I can't. Mm. He literally. I'm gonna stop. He literally mm, washed mm, his mm. hands. Mm, no, no. So we <laughs> could be free. Mm. Shut up. <laughs> oh. He said, "Wet him." He said, "I am very sorry. I have soap him up. I have come in contact with Howie Mandel from time oh. to time at a comedy store, a situation, a party here and there, and I always thought that he was just an odd human being. Mm-hmm. But in fact, he was a visionary. He knew what we were. Yeah, he had. He had. He knew. He knew. He knew. You he know what I'm saying? No shit. He knew. He was. He knew. He's just." I think how we really meant, prepared how for this. How we don't even reach in his pockets. That's how much of a he is. He don't keep loose change. I think he just doesn't have skin on his palms. I mean, I think that's why he ain't showing them. Because there's a couple germaphobes out there, but how he's number no, one. No, he's, he's the number, number one. one yeah. germa- when I think of germaphobes, when I think of, you know, like I've always been a hand washer. Thank God. Congratulations. Yes, like yeah. I'm not new to that. I didn't need a fucking diagram to show me how to wash my hands. Do you know what would be weird, though, if what? you were like, you know what, guys? Not a big I'm, hand. I'm never, never, <laughs> like up up until this week. If it don't touch a hole, I, I get to go. <laughs> my hands till Friday. It's different. Did you guys know there was warm water in the bathroom? Like, yeah. <laughs> Things are changed for me. <laughs> wow. Wow. I, I will tell you, I have realized I use a lot of paper towels. What? Mm. I mean, mm-hmm. I did not know. Mm-hmm. Because every time, and my, I know my, my grandma does this too, because I've, she's visited me and I've seen her do it. And I've always been like, lady. Ursulina, slow it down. Yeah. You know? But now I see myself going, like I wet my hands in the sink and then I just rip off a paper. I had to put mine up. Because you do that, right? I mean, because like, 
my parents were so like, hey, don't use a paper towel for everything. So yeah. now I'm using paper towels. Like, I don't give a fuck what. <laughs> I, so I just tear one off and throw it away sometimes. Just because, like, now I can that, use my own. Now I'm that rationing. Thing, like, when you became an adult, like, I'm going to use all the on. fucking paper towels I'll leave I want. I'm a, yeah. I, I open up a new one and just use the last piece. I just unroll the whole thing. <laughs> you know what my thing is? I pour massively big cups of orange juice. And just. And As a child, I was told you had to have a little small. Swig, like a swig. Like a swig. Like a swig and a half. Now nah, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Nobody yeah. can stop me. I'll I bought it. I leave the lights on. I leave the I leave, I leave the water running when I brush my teeth. My my parents hate. I was like, I was like, but this is my house. Yeah. This my, mm. I'm gonna leave the lights on when yeah, I leave. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna leave the TV on. All this shit. Now I'm turning. <laughs> Everything. I got to put the paper towels. I got. I just got like three random towels in my kitchen. Yeah. Just so I can dry my hands off. Still there. not using them. Mm-hmm. I have the same exact thing. I couldn't be more a mom. No kids at my home. How many squares? How many squares toilet paper are you using? I'm not paying attention. I'm living kind of free right now. But I have the toilet paper that, you know, is like it's like break, breaks down in a section. So what used to be a whole sheet is kind of half. That's paper, paper towels, towels, right? Paper towels. Yeah, yeah. same. I'm talking about oh, toilet, toilet paper. I'm three squares. Oh, you're oh. you're like you're camping. And, and, I'm, and I'm not I'm not I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not rationing like in the I'm counting but I've noticed in like the last four or five days mm-hmm. when you know when it's number two time I'm three squares I'm like all I needed this whole time was because I, I used to do yeah, yeah, yeah. You put a mitt on. I'm, the toilet paper just, mitt. I'm out here. I can't let it touch me or anything that belongs to me. I, I, I'm, I'm going over the three. I'm, I'm. I'm not paying attention to that. I'm not. I'm, 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 I'm doing that. What I did before all of this went down, but I'm, I've never been an excessive toilet paper, paper user. Yeah, I mean, I, I live in a house of. I was going to say, house of four. do you right. think your wife is standing outside the door every time you go to the bathroom just wanting to hear you rip too much off? <laughs> like, I think we might be a week away from that if we don't get some more toilet paper in the house. So I, women, yeah. I mean, we, we know that women use more toilet paper than men, but when it comes, like, I'm very happy I don't live with a woman now. Because mm. cause my toilet paper now, like, I, I, I got 40 rolls. You know what I mean? I didn't 40 go. 40 rolls? This man's Are a million. Are you a Costco member? I didn't, I, didn't oh go, my God. I didn't have to go buy any. Do buy, you own a Costco membership? No, I buy one. I don't know. I buy one pack for the year. <laughs> yes. 40 fucking rolls. You know that, you know that, like, that. That forty-eight pack. Yeah, yeah. I buy that shit once a year. Scrap. Because I'm on a road for five months a year. Sure. So it's like I don't need. Cause you're this, fucking tone bell. I don't need all this ass paper. No, all this He's ass on paper. The road. I don't Did need you get no warm? Did you get warm, Mitch? I got a little hot. Yeah, you got, got hot. Warm? Got That's little satin, hot. baby. That's satin. And on top of that, I don't want to fucking sweat now in this environment. Now I don't want to send off. I don't want to send off the feverish message. Ooh. No, no, no. Breeds. I am perfectly fine, guys. Mm-hmm. Man, you don't do get have the to. CV? You do have to be. But you have to send visual cues to people. Yeah. Man, you to let them know you're okay. Like I have. A dry cough naturally. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. if I don't drink enough water, I'll like get a tickle in my throat and then I'm fucked. So I literally I was on set last week before it even like got hot. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it was a Disney show. It was a Disney show. Uh-huh. And everyone was looking at me. I was like, I'm gonna leave the entire set and just go cough really Find aggressively. Find a hole to go cough in. Wash my hands. Yeah. Anti Sandy. Come back. Let's act like it didn't happen. Yeah. If you do not have a blunt or an asthma inhaler in your hand, you cough in public now. You You're better fucked. have proof of what made you cough. Yeah. Because if it's if if you empty-handed, <laughs> yeah, it's it's scary. I had a sneeze last week, mm. and I was in the writers' room, and I felt it. You know how you like can feel it coming on. Yeah. 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 And I got up and like <laughs> I rushed like I had like a, a stomach issue. <laughs> like I, I was running so fucking fast, and that's let me know like I was starting to get caught up in the whole coronavirus yeah. shit. Cause yeah. I was but like, yo. Can you saw? Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
I was yes. holding that sneeze in because I, I and I ran downstairs outside the office so that they, dramatic because on top no but in our writers room you know they like we keep a record of sneezes in our writers room okay just because doesn't if, sound as fun as even the one before we've this been because <laughs> if you sneeze like if you sick you in that closed environment we suggest you go home okay you know what I'm saying we had we had a writer who was. Who exceeded the, the three sneeze limit? I would be fixed. Is, is this daily? No, no, every day. So, like, basically, whatever <laughs> sneezes you had, don't, they're not like rollover minutes. Okay, okay, okay. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like, if I have one sneeze. So, so they start over tomorrow. Yeah, it starts over tomorrow. <laughs> okay. So, I didn't want to, I didn't want to get at it. I think I was already at one. And I wanted to stay at one. You didn't want to sneeze out? You yeah. want to file out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you hit your sneeze quota. I hit my you're sneeze not quota. trying to get aggressive. I had to get the fuck. I ran downstairs and sneezed violently. Dude, I, get the, I get this, and it's been happening since I was little, but I like every now and then I get like this little, mm-hmm. it feels like a like, dry spot in the back of my throat. Yep. And I just can't. So I have to have like a, a cough drop or a mint or Same. something just like kind of lube my throat up or whatever. Just yeah. like, just like. You know something, something I can like. You know some sort of lozenge or whatever. Yeah. Because like if I don't and that shit, dude, I will. My eyes will Same. water, and I'll cough. And it's like, if, have you ever? I've. It's only happened on stage once. It happened to me once too. Happened on stage once, and it ha- but it happens to me on planes all the time. And I'm like, yeah. when I was coming back from New York two weeks ago, I was like, man, if this shit happens while I'm on this plane, and I got you know I got my mask on and shit, I got everything. Yeah. Dra- draped up and like you know I'm, I, I like urban ninja, and you can't see mm. nothing but my eyes. You have, do you have a black? designer mask or you just had a normal... <laughs> no, nah, my shit just... I got the cute black on black. You got a black... I, I saw a couple outside before I... They had like... It was a couple. They had the black on black ones. Let's say his and hers. It was, I, no, I didn't. But it, it was... That was the only thing it didn't have. And mm. I was like, wow, that's kind of dope. I just ran to my neighbor on the way over here. I was, uh-huh. I was driving up the neighborhood. My neighbor was walking back from the store. And this fool had on a tank top and shorts with a mask on. I'm like, look, I said, even if you don't catch this shit, you dress like you trying I, to. Can I just go ahead and guess the uh, nationality? <laughs> that Excuse sounds me, like a white guy. He's like real white. He's like real white. Yeah, what kind of white are we talking? He's real white. Okay. Like not cool Italian girl from Chicago. That's all I'm looking for. Is no, that no, no, different? No, no, no. This is. Um, I'm the same. I grew up with reoccurring bronchitis. Yeah. So I was telling them that even if I get a tickle in my throat, it turns into a major cough. It looks like it just looks like shit's Cry, going down. Yeah. Crying can't. People, people ask you, are you are you okay? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, Please leave me alone because I'm fine. Just give me like three minutes and I look. Oh, I, I choked mean, you start, on stage. Man, you start crying, bro. Yeah. But, just like this little tickle in your throat. And you can't oh, like, 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 yeah. I mean, like this little like dry spot or whatever. And it's like, do not. It actually happened to me on the. The only t- it happened during the TV taping. I was doing new Negroes, mm-hmm. and at the end of my bit, that shit started happening. And I'm like, my eyes are watering up, and I'm on stage live taping, wow. and I just ended my set. I just got off. <laughs> so if you watch the tape, like I'm, I get off. I don't even sit, and I love to pause during a good bit. And dude, I want let I want, that shit simmer. Let, I, I want, let, I want, let that laugh cook up. I want, a little bit. I want to let it breathe. <laughs> yes, but I couldn't breathe, so I had to get the fuck out of there. I was like, man, people seeing me cry on Comedy Central. Um, right, that right. happened to me. I want to say it was like right when I moved here, and I was doing a show called What's Up, Tiger Lily. Yeah. And uh, it was Maria Bamford's show, and Louis C.K. I just want people to know that's him snapping at his dog. He's not, not snapping me. at me. No, like, no. no. Come here. Hurry up. Hurry up with the story. <laughs> hey. Hey. Tell that shit quick. Tell that shit quick. That's, that's, why, that's, why, I had it. that's why I had it over here. No. Okay. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get it. Louis C.K. Uh, he, was, he was waiting on deck. to. He dropped in, and he was right. waiting to go up. And I, I mean, at the time, it was before Dick Gate, so you were like, <laughs> so you were like, oh, fuck, it's Louis C.K. That's so cool. Like, Poor yeah. Dick Gate. You know dick what I'm gate. saying. Yeah, that's you know, good. He I let like it that. out the gate. Um, <laughs> but uh, I started choking and coughing so aggressively 
that I couldn't even get through the joke I was telling. Streaming. He came up with a glass of water wow. through the crowd and was like, I go, I'm literally choking on stage. And I couldn't say thank you. I couldn't get a word. Yeah, because that's, like, that's that kind of call where you it. have to let it happen. You, ha- you have to let it go. go down and all of that. <laughs> you got to just calm down. I was mortified. But now he's, you know, him. Yeah. So I, feel, but I, feel, I, feel, I feel good. <laughs> this is a special show mm-hmm. because we do have a guest. So we don't want to get into like, you know, you was born the son of a sharecropper. Shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you if you care to share, but you've done your fair share of junkets. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> you've yeah. done some hardball me, Mitch. Hardball me. Yeah. I want to know some real Don't lob shit. them up there. Get, nah. get in there. Yeah. Nah. What is it? What is it like to be like you're a successful actor, comedian now? Yeah. You're on the road. You only need one big pack of toilet paper for the year because you're always on the road. I'm gone all the time. You're doing well. Mm. Baron Vaughn told me last year, he was like, well, what are you doing? <laughs> I love Baron Vaughn. Baron was like, he goes, he goes I, why are you, you do like 30 cities a year, what are you doing? Yeah. And I was like, I, I like I like to. And he was like, but you work on TV, you're fine, you don't need the money. <laughs> no. And I'm just, like, no, man, I enjoy it, but. but that You live the life that I imagine. I would love <laughs> to literally be in a writer's room from Monday through Thursday, Hop on a plane on Friday morning, Go or some- even Thursday night, hit do a weekend, and then come back Monday morning and go straight back into the writers' room. What I what I just did realize, like I didn't know I could just take, I can don't have to do Thursday and Sundays. I didn't know mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. I just found it like a year ago. Somebody's like, man, why are you doing Thursdays and Sundays? Just just do Friday Saturday. Right. And now that's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But it's but it's I mean that Thursday through Sunday was ki- I mean getting in town Wednesday, gone till Monday. Mm-hmm. That was killing me. But for what what doing was twenty eight. A what, year? What was the game like pre TV? I'm, I'm Tone Bell. I can, I can uh, do what the fuck I want. In like, Dallas, <laughs> and so I started in Dallas. I started okay. in Dallas in oh January oh eight, and it was one of those like I watched the scene first. Mm-hmm. Like I went to because I was like I want to plan on how to how can I get better, get real stage time, get better, mm-hmm. and not and not live just like that. You know the dudes is just around, and I say dudes, I mean comics, but not, yeah. not I mean women included. But it's like you know the people are just yes. around, the, the support All at everything around every party. And it's like they might get on stage here and there, like they mm-hmm. they love the lifestyle, but not right. the craft and stuff. Right. And so it was like, all right, how do I not get caught up in them? Mm-hmm. And then who's really working? But like you said, like I don't want to be ass kissing. I don't want to. It was like I need the manager of the clubs to know me. Mm-hmm. I need whoever's booking to know me. Mm-hmm. I need them to watch it. So I was like, all right, who do what circle? And, and Dallas was pretty dope because Dallas was that circle and I probably still a lot of people like that I know New York is like that but like it was still that circle of like if three of us are professional co- and then you can't just even if you have one good set nobody's talking to you right, right. not till you get booked on a weekend not mm-hmm. till you like I need to, I need to see you you ain't got to kill but it needs to be a good set mm-hmm. and I was like I need to get in that group that's the circle I need to be in right. and that group was like performing they was doing mainstream white shows and doing black shows and doing like mixture it was like okay that's i want to do this i don't want to be trapped i don't want to be an urban comic and i don't want to be a, a alt comic i want to be like i want to be a mainstream yeah i'm for everybody right and then uh but i ran into a lot of shit man i ran into like there's a dude who i love in retrospect i love him but at the time he was pissing me off but it was mm-hmm. a manager of a club in dallas or in, in arlington who um man this dude was like he was an old like late 60s early 70s dude and you could not get on stage with him unless you took his stand up class Ugh. oh god don't get me started on stand up classes <laughs> and it was like and since he's passed away he ended up moving to Tucson Rest to run peace. a club mm-hmm. and he was, a, he was a nice dude but he was like you pay $75 a Sunday mm-hmm. for four Sundays 
and then you go you don't learn shit he just tells you about his time doing comedy mm. right in the 70s and 80s and shit and then you so you you know at $300 later then it's like alright cool you get in the guest oh, spot oh $75 every Sunday you every Sunday oh that's a bringer show right oh and then we would go to this karaoke bar this dive bar in the middle of Texas and he just just get hammered using our money oh no hey keep that for yourself we like this play he's like go do the set we worked on we didn't work on nothing right right so it was like it was it was wild but it was like which club because i was like there's you know it's a couple different you know i was like which club do i want to be attached to Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because you know you can't work both i i came up in chicago and we only had one club at the time would you have zanies we had zanies chicago Zanies on Well Street, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we had Zanies, and the truth is, is that we were all kind of like hustling to do the indie shit. Yeah. Like we created our own stuff. Because you know what? The, you don't have to say his name. I'll say his name. Go ahead. Bert Haas. Yeah. Has a crazy, like, method for getting you into the club. And I forget forget what it was. It was like, you have to, on Saturdays, you have to do something on Saturdays? It used to be. Well, first, there was a Monday, new Monday show he had put into place to have people showcase. And then if he booked you on a Saturday show, you were always the host. Right. Um, and he gave you a speech on why, like, what the importance, actually, of in hindsight. Yeah, 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 yeah. In hindsight. It's true. It's actually real. It's really true. He used to be like, the host is the one who sets the tone mm-hmm. for, for the, the rest yeah. of the show. But they should not be as good as the closer. The host should know how to host. And you, you have to do crowd work up top. Mm-hmm. You have to do crowd work. Yeah. You have to like you have to do certain amount of hosting. But Cowboy Bill Martin, he's come through hyenas in Dallas. Cowboy Bill Martin gave me the one of the best pieces of advice because I was like, dude, I'm not a host. Mm-hmm. I do not want to host. I I'm a storyteller. I need longer sets. And he was like, dude, he goes, learn how to do it. Yeah. If you learn how to do it and you know how to do it, then it's fine. It's a tool you have. But he goes, he goes, look, man, even if you were to get the best job in comedy of all times, which you know, that's 10 some years ago. But he goes, Bill goes, if you get the best job in comedy, it's being a host. Right. So you start off as a host, you become a feature, you become a headliner, and then you get the number one job in comedy, which is hosting an award show or something like that. Mm-hmm. You're going back to hosting. So learn how to do this shit for and I was like, I hate that you make it so much sense. So right. But it but is but it was such a it was such a dope tool to learn. Is that something yeah. you see moving forward, like in terms of hosting? Like would, would you host would a award show or would you like, is that something that you've ever even thought about? Uh, yeah. I've been tapped to host a couple things. Mm-hmm. And either my schedule didn't work out or I, last year I had, when I had my surgery, I couldn't mm-hmm. host this thing. But, um, yeah, it was, it was. I would love to host something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would love to host something. But it has to be, I don't, I don't like the formalness of the formalities of, of, of what hosting has turned into. Mm. Yeah, but I feel like don't you feel like if you're getting asked to host the Oscars or you're getting asked to host something at a level that it feels almost formal, you're getting asked for you at this point. Right. So it's like you can make it as formal, as casual as you want it to be. True. Right. True. I mean, I hosted this thing for um, some advertising awards. Yeah. I hosted that before. I hosted that in, in New York about two years ago. And it was really dope. I had, mm. I had a great time. I didn't have to. I was like, hey, I, I'm not really good at people's names on the spot. Mm-hmm. So, like, if, if I get some weird last names, <laughs> I'm going to fuck them gonna up. I'm going to fuck them up. Right, you right. didn't but have a prompter or anything. It I was, did. You did. But we had to go through and I rewrote mm. a lot of my, you know, a lot of the material and stuff. But it was great. It was like, because all I did was bring the people up and then they did the category. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just having to, like, set stuff up and then, like, they were knocking it down. So it was great. But I don't know, man. Like, it's, it's like, it's. 
Like I looked at Sebastian host the MTV. What do you host? MTV Movie Awards. Video music video. video. And um, and I love Sebastian. Same. But it's like it wasn't good. I'll say. But it. he was great. Was he? Yeah, but for that arena, I, you can't I take. I didn't see it. I, you can't. I, 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 you can't, I can't take a dude like that who's like, because he's an unbelievable storyteller. Right. He's great, and then you want him to go kill in four minutes to children. So yeah. like it just like, it just didn't add up to me. But I know why he did it, and I, and I think it was still a good move. Yeah. But it's just you know just you. I need somebody in my lane. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Something like, as far as like the subject matter, the people, you, the audience you're, you're performing in front of. And you don't want to start, because you want to be able to roast and tag and like, mm-hmm. you know, have these moments yeah. of, and, and you want people in the room to kind of know who you are too, so you can make these jokes. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. now it just looks like, oh, this must be writers, because I only a friend can make this kind of joke. Right. Or somebody I'm a, so, or, you know, the dudes yeah. we see at brunch. Well, I, <laughs> I, was, I wrote for Zachary Levi on the MTV Movie, Award, Movie and Television Awards this year. Yeah. And, it, I will tell you right now, no matter how good you are, no matter how popular you are, you're going to fail in a monologue state yeah. in those shows because, and I said this day of, I was like, we don't have a warm-up guy? Like, no, you don't have a warm-up person to explain to these civilians sitting in a room with stars that don't scream every time you hear a name, laugh at things you hear that you believe are supposed to be funny, blah, 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 blah. Like, just like standard shit. I think the minute they start doing that, it will support any host. Everybody looks like they're bombing. Yeah, and Everybody. they're not, and the jokes are great, and yeah. the idea's great, and they crushed it in rehearsal. It's just, it's about warm-up, which, again, is the prequel to a host. Yeah. Well, I, I, I hear where you're coming from, but I've also seen, I mean, obviously, Chris Rock has hosted a, quite a few things. Yeah, but he's incredible. Yeah, I mean, he's a, that's a rarefied air, but, like, yeah. I just, like, I, I think the thing about hosting and the preparation you need to have is truly committing yourself to treating that shit like you would any role, any movie, you know, like, oh, 100%. I, like I, I've, I've discussed this We've before. We've talked about this, yes. Like how I have never seen a host come into the office from nine to five every day from like a month prior to Showtime. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm talking about the BET Awards in, mm-hmm. this, in, this, um, in this story. And it was like, it, it kind of altered the way we do that show since he hosted. You're talking about Chris Rock. Chris Rock, mm-hmm. you know. So I and I don't, I don't. Rem, I, I'm sure we had um, a warm up, but I think the warm up ends up being like a traffic cop, yeah, more so than anything else. But you need it. Yeah, but it was just like a thing where you know, it's it's for me, it was complete preparation. But I, I want to go back to like you said, you started in Dallas. What was the first year in LA like for you out here? It was kind of, it was kind of easy. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like not Why? easy. Did like, you have, not, did not you like, have friendships that from that? Like, so I was coming out here. So I had a I had a friend in Dallas because I, I still had a corporate job too. Okay. So I had a friend there who's she knew I was doing comedy at night. Mm-hmm. I had a corporate job during the day, comedy at night. Uh, I would the guy who kind of we worked together. He was I guess technically under maybe worked together, but he made the schedule for like these promotional stuff. I had to approve it. Mm-hmm. She worked with him. I had to approve the hours, and I told her she was like, "Hey, if you can give me more hours, my husband works for American, and I can give you flights." Oh wow! And I was like, "You make the schedules from now on. You take as many hours as you want, and work right. with who you want. And right. I'm getting these free 24 flights a year, like I'm free flights, free flights. Ooh! And if I go to London, I got to pay the tax or something like that. It was it. I went to London first class. I'm flying. <laughs> so I'm flying to L. A. Fucking once charmed a, life of Tom Bell, but I was flying once a month here. 
uh-huh. just to be able to like, and I'd get up, I'd get up at Flappers, I'd get up at the factory, mm-hmm. uh, not so much, I'd hang out the store, but never really get up at the improv. I get up every now and then when the old lab, you know, yes. pre old lab, same. And and so like I would just like, oh yeah, I'm here. I didn't live here, but I was telling people I lived here. So like right. by the time I already got here, I already knew Sydney, I knew James, I knew. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony Baker. That's how we met. We met through James. And, and I knew them through. Yeah. Because I was popping in. like So I was popping, cracking on Thursday. I just go show my face. And then I'm not back for four or five weeks. Or if I didn't do that, I'd go to New York and make sure I did mixtape with uh, Royale and okay. Anthony okay. and Chris and Jay. And so it was like, I'm trying to be by coastal, but I still have a day job. So by mm-hmm. the time I got out of here, it was fine. You know what I mean? It was, yeah. it was like, I just, I had to pick a club. And make sure I can always get stage time at that club. So that was your strategy. That was, was my to strategy. Pick a club. I'm gonna pick a club. So you kind of like you you kind of jumped. You you had a you, did you have this plan or did it just kind of present itself and you just nah that was my plan. Okay. My plan was like to, I want to get through the NBC shit mm-hmm. and then to have it be in Dallas that year. So I was like, well, I have a once a month of my own show. So I made I, I had the GM was like, hey, can you? Because by the time by the time that came up, I had I had just. I booked that Miller Light commercial, that mm-hmm. first Miller Light commercial I did with me and Maranzio did, mm-hmm. and oh my God, Maranzio! I remember that commercial. Too. I, I, I went, we and him booked that because James. <laughs> that's how me and James actually got tight because James tested for the commercial. Oh, see, and they tone belled him. And <laughs> <laughs> he was feeling confident. I mean, it's and, no Applebee's, but congrats. We were all up at the store that night. We were all on the main stage at the mm-hmm. store for uh, Tripping on Tuesday. Okay. So me and Maranzio, I think James was on that show too, and the director came, and uh, and it was between me and James. It was it was James and somebody else, and then me and Maranzio, and they picked mm-hmm. the pairing of me and Maranzio. Okay. And uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, my plan was to all right, let me get here. Uh, I need to get the NBC thing. I know how to get it now. Mm-hmm. I knew the rules and I knew what they were looking for, so I manipulated my set to go. All right, this is the three things that they're gonna be looking for. Mm-hmm. Dress like a dude who they might want to put on TV because nobody had been mm-hmm. on TV from it yet. Mm-hmm. And but I don't want to win. Copy. I don't want the contract, and I won. And that shit fucked everything. Because <laughs> <laughs> then they hold you for a year. I tried to get the money back. They wouldn't let me get it back. Right. <laughs> really? I, I tried to get, they gave me, because I think, uh, they gave me $8,500. You're talking about the diversity mm-hmm. showcase? $8,500 to hold me for a year. Oh. That's it? <laughs> eighty five. That's before taxes. That makes you feel, but when and you're up and coming though. Oh yeah. You think that that's like, when I did, when I got picked to do JFL, when I, I did JFL in 09, I wish I was doing it this year. You know what I'm saying? There was like a part of me that like, I I got there, it was a lot of Chicago people on my like roster. Like it was fucking Pete Holmes, Kamel, Mike Bright and stuff, like all these people I knew from Chicago. And I was like, oh, this is so great. And then you think it's such a great thing and then you're like, this isn't great. You know what I mean? Like I don't. I want to do it when I'm way, way better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But instead, you get written up as like the most castable, and you're like, really, where? Well, that's, and that's what I told people, like, because I, I did the the competition. I did 08, 09, 10, and 11 is when I end up coming through. Got it. But I was like, had I, and I got to a f- the next round every year. Mm-hmm. And I remember like the second or third year I did it, I murdered. I murdered. Mm-hmm. I murdered. But it wasn't about the bit as much as it was like, are you ready? Right. Right. And like that, and I learned a lot more. So when I got it, by the time I moved out here, I went back to Dallas to do the, do the like the audition or whatever, and made the showcase. And when I got it here, I wouldn't have been ready had I got it a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. I had more material. I was more comfortable. Like I could, if somebody goes, hey, can you go stretch and do forty? Yeah, I can. So you were the right guy in the right time. I was. I was like, yeah, yeah. It was. It was. It was a luck. It was a little bit of luck. 
and the skill and the talent and just like my timing was 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 right. Yeah. Right now, because I've I've watched you a million times. Yeah. And I've I've seen you act. I've seen it evolve. Always like I've always just admired how intelligent you are. Like just oh, like, like your, your 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 level of intelligence. Like you you're smart without knocking it knocking me over the head. That's what I try to do. Yeah, I'm, that's what I try to do. I'm like I get like cause there's some guys like I get it, motherfucker. You read some book. <laughs> <laughs> And as you could tell by the way I said that, I'm not a fan of those guys. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't sound like you're staying in the room for this. No, set. no, no. I'm going downstairs and I'm going out. Grew up with encyclopedias. We get it. Yeah, I get it, motherfucking shit. But no, I just like, but like, since, in terms of your evolution in stand up, like, and since the time where you started getting television shows and started getting noticed, have you noticed a change in the audience? Have you, are you getting the, uh, uh I like Tone Bell laugh. Or are you getting the that's a funny joke laugh? I'm still split. Okay. I'm still split. Because most people, I think most people laugh at me genuinely because yes, I, a comic made a good joke. Yeah. Not necessarily me because most people don't even still know I'm a, I've been doing comedy longer than acting. Mm -hmm. That's the hard part for me. It's like everybody thinks Oh, this dude from the show is now doing stand up. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, the, muff the stand up is the now doing is, shows. Right, copy right. that. And that's, that's the narrative that I want to paint, but nobody sees it that way. Me and Lil Rare were on the phone like five years ago. This was before Get Out and all that shit. Mm -hmm. He had just moved to LA, and we had, we had the opposite uh, angst about our issues. Mm -hmm. He was like, everybody knows me as a comic, and I want to do more TV and TV film. And, film. and I'm like, dude, I'm doing TV and kind of getting the film now, and I want the mm -hmm. recognition of a comic. Mm -hmm. Right. And we both laughed at like, man, we're, everybody want each other's problems. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So it was like, it was that really funny, like that takeaway of like, oh man, I guess I can't not count that blessing because TV is helping me get on stage and then people can find out, oh, he can rock when he gets on stage. Mm -hmm. But it's harder the other way around because sometimes if, if you can be dope on stage, but does that translate to TV a lot? Because mm -hmm. a lot of comics, unfortunately, aren't great actors unless it's their thing. Right. 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 Unless, it's your, unless it's your baby and like, you know, you put your stamp on it. To be a different character, a lot of you mean in terms of like if that's just what I hear from casting and you know yeah. a lot of producers and stuff. It's, it's like Seinfeld yeah. is a perfect example. Not the best actor, but he's doing him so well that it translates into a full show that you don't have to think of him as just a comic. Yep. Let me ask you a question: um, When in your career as a comedian did you start realizing you didn't have to say yes to every show? Like I feel like that's a comedic. <laughs> like I remember specifically to to, to like. Any comedy show. shows? Yeah. Or or Any TV. comedy shows. Oh. Any comedy shows. Like, I remember specifically doing I don't know. a I show say in yes North to Hollywood. I, me too, but there's got to be a moment. I remember I did this show, and it was all dudes on the show. This was like 2010. And the dude hosting it had leather pants and a, and a flame button-down shirt. It was a lot of personality. <laughs> wow. But he brought me up and was, it was an awful show. It was at like Liquid Zoo. Is that still oh, a place? Yeah. Oh, I remember so, Liquid Zoo. I used to that's, do Liquid Zoo. Yeah. So that's I, a, it's a... I, I did, used to oh, eat I did at open mic. Zoo. Yeah. Cause see, I'm still like the, the I still even though ten years and I still feel like I'm like I am enjoying this conversation. Yeah. You guys are like vet comics to me still. Because I'm still like <laughs> yeah. uh, I I'm I'm begging to get on at the laugh factory right now. Still. I think it's, there's like a But, but Liquid Zoo was my shit. But Liquid Zoo <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> and Marty's Now you talking my language. Yeah, now I no, don't understand now it. That's the conversation. Shit. Now I can talk. Um well but I was I remember somebody said Liquid Zoo? I remember distinctly being there and the guy booked me but he seemed like he hated me do you know when you get an intro that it's like 
well, this dumb bitch is about to tell jokes. And you're like, do you hate me? Why right. am I here? At Liquid Zoo. Yeah. So I went I didn't out. Leave my, I didn't Liquid leave, Zoo for people that, Liquid Zoo is the bar, right? It's, yeah. it's a bar. It's a fucking bar. It had open mics. With a stage. And, yeah. and a crock pot with hot dogs and yes. or chili. Yes, I didn't yes, go yes. that deep in the crock pot yeah. world. Oh. But I just remember being like, text, and my boyfriend at the time was also a comic. I was like, what am I, this was so rude. And he's like, Renee, you don't have to do these shows anymore. <laughs> like you literally are doing, st- you've been on TV, like get out of there. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I, I don't. Like I think your brain in hustle world is afraid. Yeah. Right? That people don't know you or don't see you. I just got comfortable taking a week off. Yeah, I mean I just got comfortable probably in the last year going like, dude, you don't have I used to have a three day rule of like, even yeah. if I'm out of town just on vacation, I'm gonna find a stage or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now I feel comfortable and I think for the first I didn't go up from end of December to like mid January. I was like took a few weeks off. I was yeah. like, let me just read you're not gonna forget. Right. That first setback might, you know, might you know, knock the dust off, but you don't you don't forget like that. For sure. I used to be super nervous, but Liquid Zoo is one of those. <laughs> uh, I miss plenty of my oh, just like trash. I mean, like, but also when you do shitty shows like that, you just appreciate the good ones. So, like, and so like, so I, that's why I still do a lot of real bad shows. I'll do any show, truthfully. I don't. Uh, even when I moved here, I didn't do a lot of open mics here. Okay. I remember like Matt Brunger and Kyle Kinane taking me under their wing and they didn't even know me. All you had to say was like, we're Chicago. Chicago I'm a yeah. Chicago girl. Mm-hmm. And they met me once in Chicago, but lived out here already. Mm-hmm. So they already were like kind of taking me under their wing and being cool as fuck. You yeah. know what I mean? I was very lucky. But even to this day, I don't really do open mics. Right. Because they don't serve the same purpose they do in a different city. I mean, I don't even do like... Like I need to know what you're like. If I won't do anybody's first show, first show at like a random spot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like you know, if I had like a show, like come do my okay. debut night. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> I, I need you to be a few months into it. Copy. Yeah. I need you. I need you. Like, not and that's just because duly noted. Tone will not be able to do. <laughs> Tone can't do our show. He can't it's, do. Uh, it's mainly the after, like, the after COVID. Close, right. You want me to close? You don't know, like if I mean any comic that's like, oh, I'm starting a show. In in September, <laughs> on Thursday nights, no terrible idea. Football, <laughs> dumbass. Oh, you're gonna. Is that's the shit starts at eleven? Yeah. You can't have a show tonight. Yeah. You can't. Don't start this shit at seven thirty. Nobody's gonna be here. Correct. And these people don't want to hear. If they are here, they don't want to hear comedy. No. So I'm like, I'm I'm real yeah. particular about that. Do you feel like politically, especially when for both of you when you started, and even now? Because, listen, I hate to say it, but female comics and male comics have a very different when it comes to bookers. Is it? It is. Really? Uh, Yes. Hmm. My vagina be tripping. (laughs) I don't know if that's a thing people say. But, um, like, I I wonder, do you feel like you befriend bookers on the female side just to make sure? (laughs) Not consciously, maybe, and maybe you respect. Uh, I don't think so. No. I don't think so. But are you politically answering right now? <laughs> no, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Because uh, you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I have had some offers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, but no, I don't think. I don't think I've ever. Man, I'm. I'm uh, it doesn't have to be sexual years? friends. Oh, I thought we were. Oh, not not totally, but obviously there's an underlying like. I find. I mean, it's helped. Yeah. I mean, that's the, what I'm saying. You know, some charm, a little flirting, or, or letting them think they got a shot. Yeah. Helps. You yeah. know what I mean? But I don't think it's anything that I'm like, let me charm this for motherfucker real quick so I can get a say. I don't think I've ever. Respectfully, though, you you, you happen to be a handsome dude. <laughs> 
that shit don't you're work handsome for everybody. too mitchell uh, i'm i i'm, not, I'm not i am not I campaigning not for that. any compliments no. all i'm saying is if you look like a lot of comics we know that flirting shit ain't gonna, ain't gonna I fly. I don't think Tone's attractive, so I think it's weird that you keep saying that because we all. I have always said it one taste. time on this on the podcast. I said it. I said it once before the podcast. You keep saying it. <laughs> like I said it one time just now. Mitch, your eyes keep saying it. I mean, okay? you know, you're glaring at you know, him. Uh, but but you know what I'm saying, right? Like yeah. I've had guys book me. Yeah. And you're like, oh. But then part I mean, of you keeps the relationship. When I hear new comics on the road, like new female comics on the road who haven't been on doing stand-up for real but for like four months, and I'm like, you on the road? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, that's why I say no to a okay. lot of guy comics. They'd be like, you want to come on the road with me? I was like, I won't be tugging at your penis. Like, I've just never been that girl. I've <laughs> tugging just, at your penis? You know what I'm saying. I love your I ain't here. Like, I ain't gonna... No, 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 there's no twist. It's like this. It sounds like you're milking a cow. Some of us have a twist. You know what I mean? Someone like a twist. (laughs) I don't know if you have a twist. You do a twist on that dick? Gotta tie it up. (laughs) Like a balloon animal. I've been watching so much of this Call the Midwife. As soon as you said tie it up, I was like, like like the cord, the umbilical cord. (laughs) Guys, don't watch it. Um, But yeah, anyway, I was just curious because I feel like we end up maintaining these friendships. We probably don't really want yeah i mean i i do know i mean i've seen we've all seen the booker that is like a little forthcoming a little mm-hmm. too much i mean i've i've had the the task of like i want to talk can you go get her i want to talk to her like well, i mean that's wingman shit that i've right. i do all the time anyway right. but it's like you know you get that this 60 year old dude who's like who's booking a club and he he wants to hang out with his chick, but he doesn't. He can't approach. He doesn't really know what he's doing. So oh, I got so your wingman. So I'm like, well, I'll be, I'll be right back. Let me go talk. <laughs> I, you know. So I've, I've, I've recruited. Yeah. You know, but you've aided him. But abetted. you know, but you know, I there's a lot of, uh, uh, and I won't say any names or networks, okay. but there have been people on, you know, on that side of the, mm-hmm. of the in the TV in, in TV, the TV land? world mm-hmm. that uh. Not a TV land executive per se, and I don't. I mean, it don't really, it don't really fuck with me how it probably should because I don't. It's kind of funny to me, mm-hmm. but like the amount of women that have uh, that I know are married mm-hmm. that say hello with a kiss on the mouth. What? More than a few. <laughs> More than a few. Like how many and seconds on the mouth? Oh no, I'm you talking, I mean, you're talking about. You talking rapid, just a quick, I mean, just, yeah, quick, just rapid. a lip touch. Yeah, no, I okay. mean sometimes lips don't. You know, you don't even get. I mean, but nobody's sometimes resting. The lips, I mean, yeah, nobody's nobody's perching. Nobody's dying. Nobody's. Yeah. <laughs> they're not tying up. You know, they're not. They're not tying. There's up. no. There's no, oh, no chugging. But My arms too small that I just. But it's kind of a you like in the mouth. Wow. In the mouth. She kissed me in the mouth. Oh man! Oh, sorry. But it's but it's it's going hello hello. Is the twist doing that? (laughs) Is the twist chugging? This unbuttoned my shirt. It's all right. Anyway, so let me ask you. (laughs) Any bookers out there watching? (laughs) I have great press. Let me ask you a question in terms of uh, career stuff. This also interests me. What is what hurts more? (laughs) Bombing or getting a call that your show got canceled? (laughs) 
Uh, they're both funny to me now. <laughs> <laughs> well, like tell tell the people they're listening, bo- uh, give so, them history on your cancel shit. <laughs> okay, so I've done. Let's go through the dark times. I'm just saying, like to understand it. I mean, people want to know shows that I've starred in. Uh-huh. Six of them acting, one hosting, and they've all been canceled after. Well, Whitney, I was in the second season, but I I was in the first season. Mm-hmm. I I replaced somebody in the second season, and after the second season, who'd you replace? I replaced. Um, I think his name is Malik. The dude from, uh, he was on um, 30 Rock. He played uh, uh, Alec Baldwin's assistant. In oh, okay. Um, and then he and Whitney, they wrote him out and then they they replaced him with another brown. <laughs> another brown? <laughs> another, <laughs> another brown. Another brown. They, like, same brown, different different, different background, different, same brown. Same brown, different beard. Get him in and, here. Uh, <laughs> so Whitney, Whitney was first. Uh, I did 13. We shot 16. I was in 13 of those. Uh, Bad Judge was next. They cut us off at 13. Mm-hmm. Truth Be Told was after that. That's We did 10 episodes. Truth Be Told was the one with Me and Bree. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and Bree, uh, mm-hmm. Mark Paul Gossler, Vanessa Lachey. Um, I, was root, I was rooting for that show man. because I remember I was writing on a couple of award shows and y'all came to do yeah, we, presenter we stuff. Yeah. And I was just so excited because, you know, just watching your friends who – like we've done open mics together, we've done yeah. shows together, and Breach as well, and it was just like this like triumphant moment. I was of so happy like, cause like even before like when I got cast, that was I got cast first in that one too. Yeah, and then and they were already looking at her, but I didn't know that, so right. I was like I just kept on whispering her name like Yo, y'all know y'all know Breach, right, 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 right. 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 and and then she tested. We had I mean but we was already tight. Right, you know, we was already cool. So like, our test was like chemistry was already there. Homies, right? For sure. It was like, and every, I mean, the girls who came in, and I don't want to put their names out there, but I'm fans of all of them already. Yeah, they were all great, but it was just we already had this thing. It was hands down. That's like, I, I will say this as somebody you know from the writing producing side who has now had the benefit of looking at auditions. Mm-hmm. It's and I remember as an actor, I used to always feel like if I didn't get it, I, I did something wrong. Right. And it would I, I I'm I'm the problem. But sometimes it's just a thing. It's a thing. Like it's not it's like you know like I've seen. It could be height. Yeah, it could be four it different, be, yeah. five different people. Or sometimes it's a you know it's like you know in a, in a particular situation where the kid we cast is dark skinned. Yeah. You know, so we can't have two light skinned mamas. It's, you know it's not always about yeah. the talent yeah. or the lack of. Yeah, yeah. It's, no, it's, it's never, correct. it's it's more than oftentimes not a, now don't get me wrong, I have seen some like kill yourself auditions. Yeah. You know, but they're very few and far, but especially at the time when you, if you're getting to the producer side of things, you're most, mostly everybody's good. It's just preference. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And what fits right in that. What, in what that, fits yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because I mean, I know I, I I asked you that question because I know that there's a thing, especially, and I'm gonna say this about Los Angeles. Yeah, you know, in terms of like, I've had the the opportunity to write on a few different sitcoms, and I know for me how clubs, comedy clubs, that treat me when my sitcom is on mm-hmm. versus when it isn't. Yeah. Now. I know for you it's a little bit different because you are an established stand-up out here, but do you go through any of that where yeah. you're like, where like like a month ago you was like, oh, you just popped in to go say what's up to somebody, like, Tony, you want to get on? Yeah. And then and then now somebody's like looking at you, but you know how like they look around yeah. you like they don't see you? Because you, because whatever, you you don't have nothing popping right now. Right now. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the in the moment thing. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. The the one thing that keeps, and I, is was crazy, 
and I didn't finish this list. I guess what's next on that list would be so I did Jerks with Cameras, me and Justin Hires, mm -hmm. Amir K, Grant Cotter. We all did that together for MTV. And then after that was, I want to, I guess I was disjointed. Mm -hmm. I want to say disjointed was next. I feel like it was disjointed. That's the one that honestly, disjointed keeps me the most in because there's so many stoner comedy fans. Mm hmm. And stoners are fans of stand-up. Mm -hmm. That that show, if they say, you know, Carter from Disjointed, Tone Bell's coming, mm -hmm. that still lives. And that shit was 2017. Right. It's Cause, crazy. Because it's, I mean, it's, you know, just still enough. Because the rest of the shows, you got to go find somewhere, you know, buy them off of Amazon maybe mm -hmm. or something. Mm -hmm. But, and they're not really as accessible. Disjointed keeps me roll. Like, it keeps me straight up relevant. Luckily, since then, either I've had a different show or a movie come out. Mm -hmm. And that also, is, oh, not only does he have this thing people love, on top of that, he's, this movie's coming out. Right. Right. So like that has helped immensely because otherwise I do think I'd fall back into the, if you don't have something on now mm -hmm. uh, about to come out or just ended, mm -hmm. you probably not going to be here. Cause I mean, I, I just, I've known just in terms of other friends of mine and stuff like everybody's always, sometimes you got to like, you feel like you're chasing the heat. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that can, that can also kind of also fuck with yourself, arti like your oh. artistic self. Oh. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <clears throat> yeah. Like, that, do you, do you encounter that? I, Six months ago, I had a conversation with a friend as a realist she ever told me, she, and she goes, uh, she goes, you got to slow down. You got to slow down. He goes, she goes, I know you want to chase this shit. He, she goes, you just, I just finished the Lee Daniels, um, um, Billy Holiday biopic. Okay. Okay, so I, I'm like, I'm finishing that up, and she goes, yo, you got to, if you don't stop and take a break and figure out what else you want to do other than work all the time, mm -hmm. you're only going to be defined by work. For sure. So you have to you have to slow down on that, and like it just really kind of made me sit back and like, fuck yeah, I need to do something else other than just always chase that deadline article mm. or chase that like people patting you on the back like that. And that's half the reason why I got him. Like I got this, I I, I get out of Hollywood mode. Mm -hmm. You know, instead of saying like, where do you live? I, no, I live in Studio City. Right. I'm a just I'm a resident. Mm -hmm. My profession is that, and that's I, I, I move on from that. Now I, I can separate that, but man, chasing that and and you chasing like that that envious way. Mm -hmm. That's not detrimental to the people that you're looking at, but you like you see your friends doing something, you're like, I got to be doing that. Oh God, man, I gotta hate that. I gotta be doing that. But it's, yeah. but also it's like it's it's like I'm proud of you, yeah. Yeah. for getting this thing. But also, am I doing enough? And yep. It's like yo, it's it's fine. No, I, but that's a universal everyone's got it like yeah. everyone in this industry has that and social media has amped it up oh, to the mm -hmm. umpteen and the thing is too and i don't mean to cut you off but when you were talking about how like how to separate you know i'm a stand-up people think i'm an actor first then a comic or vice versa that's the same with being a writer and producer on television like you feel like you always have to be like guys i'm a comedian at my baseline right just because i'm behind the camera doesn't mean i don't have capabilities and I haven't That's been in front I, of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's a real struggle because you don't want to get stuck. Did I just spit on this? Don't you don't want to, I don't know. That's yours now. It's my, <laughs> just lick it. <laughs> um, you don't want to like get stuck in that hole and that goes with like, what is this person doing? How come I wasn't asked to do this quibby thing? Yep. Do you ever have friends who support someone that you don't support and then you're like, I got to rethink this I friendship. think comics are pretty, most comics are pretty good not talking about it. Yeah. Because it's like, I remember I was a, um, me and Dalia were sitting on set for Whitney one time, and this is the first time I'm making like money like this. And I wasn't, ma I definitely was not making crazy. I was making really low money for what I know now. Right. But to me, I never made money like that, so I, so oh. I was like super excited. Yeah. But um, but it did make me watch politics different, cause now my money's different. Mm -hmm. So it was like, it, it kind of goes back to the old Chris Rock bit, like some things I'm liberal about, some things I'm conservative about. Yeah, it's like it's absolutely. like that. It's like, 
you know, like what I'm sitting on now, I have different views, mm-hmm. but I also am a person who cares about people. Mm-hmm. So it's like, so, you know, financially, I think differently. Mm-hmm. Mar- Mar- Marlon Bloomberg. Marlon calls it. He says, I have. I have Democratic skin, but Republican pockets. Yeah, that's like, <laughs> right. A Republican. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's Marlon. That's Marlon's thing. It's like, it's like it's, you, you start thinking different. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're good. <laughs> was, you start thinking different. You go like, oh man, like you know. So it's, but what? Yeah, it's it's. I do have different views now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, and then, and then it's it's really funny how like even as talent where people tell you what you should do like people who don't do know anything about this career mm-hmm. comedy writing producing yeah. act whatever and people like who live your family members outside and go you know what you should do, you should <laughs> do oh, yeah. like yeah. people tell you that when it comes to money now too because yeah. people like it's, I, we, it's weird when you make a year's salary in in a week yeah you know like, it's confusing and so you go like, you know what you should do you should invest in some of this I'm like if you if you if you if you thought that was real you would do it and you haven't right so don't give me money advice yeah let's just not talk about it yeah right. we're living a freelance world. Uh, don't give me money advice when you're asking me for money oh oh no one's ever asked me for money <laughs> don't don't I just don't. got hit up for money you did like a week and a half ago mm-hmm. don't you don't have to say from who but from who <laughs> <laughs> and it sucks because like because I lent a friend money last year and he gave me that whole like it was on Friday. We was having a drink or whatever. He's uh-huh. like, he goes, I got a check coming in Sunday. I'll play you back Monday. I go, hey man, it ain't about the payback. Oh, it's about the timeline. Right. I know you're gonna work. I'm not worried about you. Get. It's not even. I'd rather just give it to you. Mm-hmm. Right. I know you. That's the but like. No, no. I promise I'll give it back Monday. See, now you're making the shit weird. Right. Right. Now you promise me because you're not even thinking about Monday. But when it's Tuesday, you're like, that motherfucker ain't paying me my money back. Six months. Yeah. Didn't I, see this motherfucker for six months. Yeah. His check was lost in the mail. He gave me half of it. Mm-hmm. Didn't say nothing. He just Venmo me half of it. Mm-hmm. Then the other half, he was like, or give me like 350 out of 800. And mm-hmm. then it was like, I know I'll still owe you some. I'm like, motherfucker, keep this 350 until I get the whole, all of it. The whole eight, right. You yeah, know what I mean? That hurts people more to pay it all at once. No, my thing is like, I'm like, Bronx Tales saved my life. Yep. In terms of yep. like Explain money. Explain to the white girl why. No, I mean you should know. Bronx you saw got Bronx all Tale? kind of lessons in it. But I, I, haven't see, I haven't seen it as an adult. Oh, Bronx Tale, the, like <laughs> Colojolo. But the one thing that Sonny told him is like Colojolo, the whole movie was trying to chase this dude down that owed him money. Okay. I think it was like twenty five bucks. He was like, yeah, twenty bucks. And like he that. was all, yeah. every time he would see him on the black, like, I, I gotta go to my mother. My mother has a thing. Da 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 da. da. And so Sonny, the, the mob boss who befriended little Colojolo, had a story basically like, so basically. You loan this guy twenty five dollars, and you never have to see him again. Right, he's out of your life. Don't don't loan money to expect it back. Right, yeah, you know because now you basically you don't have to deal with this this fucker anymore. Yeah, and from and my thing is I I know I don't loan money to people. Yeah, I mean, if I'm giving it to you, I'm gonna give, give it to, it to them because and if I, I'm not gonna loan you something that's gonna hurt myself and my family financially. Right, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I hate to say I'm not hurting for it, but it's not it's not killing me right to do this right let me just do this <laughs> you know because sometimes my kids will ask me for money and if my dad i'm gonna pay you back i'm like no you're not no you're friend. not <laughs> yeah you're my kid no you're not yeah Dude, no, you're not. I, the, uh, a friend asked me for 1200 about a week and a half two weeks ago mm-hmm. and i'm like i know it's for rent but also in the in the text which that's another thing if you ask me for money call me ask humble yourself yeah come yeah. do it face humble to face yourself. facetime me 
Let's look, look me I in need, the eye. I need to hear your voice. Mm-hmm. Six feet away, whatever works. I need to hear your voice. Don't don't give me none of this. Don't give me none of this text shit. So like, I get this text, and then then I was like, hey. Unfortunately, I'm a, I, I hope you're going to be okay, but I'm not comfortable doing this because it's going to change our relationship, and I care about that more than yeah. anything else. The re-ask, and I go, I'm sorry I can't do it. Yeah. I apologize, and, I'm like, and I don't want this to be weird between us, but like, I, just, I don't feel comfortable doing it. And then um, they ask again. Oh, my God. Straight up, another text message. They ask again, and then they go, all right. Well, yeah, I get it, but you know, like you know, I'd work it off for you if you want me to. And I'm like, now work it off. Now he wants to tug your dick. Now <laughs> that twist. Don't, don't forget the twist. It's a twist a 12, and pull. A twelve hundred dollar dick tug. Tone likes a, a tug. tone likes a twist and pull. I just <laughs> want to make that announcement <laughs> right there. Twist and pull. Have I ever told you about the twist and pull? <laughs> no. We've it's never a, had this conversation. It's a, it's, a, it's a sex play that I do. <laughs> <laughs> A present, uh, but it's it's a oh it's a it was move. not it's a, 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 a written it's a move play I, uh, invented in college called the the the, <laughs> the TMP the thrust and pull. Yeah. <laughs> Is it a twist and pull or the thrust, it's, it's and, a thrust pull? and pull? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thrust and pull. The TB thrust and pull. Yeah. <laughs> Very interesting. Okay, yeah. so anyway. did you say yes? No, I did not say yes. I you still, still no. No, because because the person even goes, um, uh, you know, I don't know when I could get it back to you because I'm not working right now. Then I'm like, I'm definitely not. Mm. You're, you're not helping your case. I can I you just ask me for money and then not and then tell me you don't know how I would eventually get it back. Mm-hmm. Let me I can like, I let me ask you this before you continue. When when he asked three times, did he reword it creatively, <laughs> or was it just like no, copy no. paste? Also, copy it was paste. not a man. <gasps> it was a lady. And like that, or a, and something. you can re, and women women have better words than men. Yes, mm-hmm. thank you. And for so noticing. and and women know how to just like tug. Mm-hmm. And, and so there's so many times we're almost because I mean I do care about the person so I, I didn't want them to have it to I mean, I, but it's like that's that it's just it's a weird it's a weird thing and luckily luckily we have only ever been friends because had mm. I, had we have been physical I would have felt probably obligated to give it to her absolutely why but, if you if you share fluid oh please now <laughs> now it's sentimental if, mixing, if, you, if, it's, if now it's, it's been sentimental a, it's been a fluid we've share we've shared fluids with people before uh, he could have loved this lady I don't, I don't know the, the uh, temperament of their relationship could have been a fluid Things love I'm not talking about it's a one night stand girl I'm All talking right. about somebody yeah. that even he, if it was one night stand and a Tone is a dog owner he has a one night stand I thought you said owner because I thought you were about to say Tone is a dog and I'm like I am no I'm a pretty good dude he's a dog owner don't bring up a one night stand even if it's a one night stand please don't do that to yourself he's a single man with a dog let me say something. That's he right. He takes care of, he has the, the wherewithal to want to take care of I'm, something I'm, I'm other living, than I himself. I am legend right now. I know, okay, all right. I also have an assistant. Oh, see, I saw, I, I forgot who the fuck <laughs> I was, I forgot who you the fuck just, I was talking to. You had an to. assistant? She gets no play on my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> she's not working with me anymore. Oh, oh my. But Tones, I really love Adrian. Yeah, Adrian, she's the best. Tones, she's the best. I don't right. even consider her your assistant. Nah, we've been friends for years. She's so, like, so dope. All right, so here's the thing. I know you love your dog. I bet Adrian hates your fucking dog. No, no, dog. everybody loves him. Everybody loves him. <laughs> because he's easy. He's yeah. an easy dog, though. What's your do- dog's name again? Oliver. Oliver, Oliver. like the... Uh, Oliver, who was Oliver on television? Wasn't there an Oliver on different strokes or something like that? 
It was what? <laughs> on different strokes. It was Matt, Oliver, what you shaking your head about? Oliver on Brady Bunch. He was the kid that killed. La- right, Oliver, the little uh, the he, extra. Wait, he, you know, like when the, the show is like, almost towards the end, they bring on the extra. I'm sorry, kid. I'm in my thirties. I don't know about. I, don't, that. <laughs> I mean, I know. I'm 46. Rest, I know what's going on, but I'm, I don't. I remember Oliver was like this. I don't remember cute, Oliver. Like when uh, what's the Bobby Brady got to start looking like like a teenager? They had to bring in another kid. That's <laughs> oh, what that's happens true. on oh, all television shows. They Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, like Raven Show did it. Like Raven Simone. Was oh, the was right. the new Rudy? They Amazing. always bring in a kid. She if you could great. read, if you could read Keisha's journal, mm. oh, I, you <laughs> could for, see for, the for hate. Raven Simone, got you up. could see the hate in Rudy's eyes. For and it's understood. Olivia, you understand it. her name was Olivia. Raven's character. I remember watching it and like. Because she was watching Raven get off in scenes, and that was her shit. Ooh. I used to feel so bad for Keisha Knight pulling because oh. she was. I, I'm, I'm, and I'm she was sure. in that weird phase too, where like mm-hmm. she wasn't in high school yet. So once, right. she, once she, her storyline diminished until right. she started developing as a woman. Right. Then she became. Then, then like her, her, yeah. You know her, her time came back. Yeah. yeah. But because Raven Simone, Raven came Simone in there was QC Pie. Oh, now she, so now cute. she's on. Well, now it doesn't even sound right. But she's on Doctor Doctor Huxtable's lap. She's getting all the one on one scenes. Wait a minute, this is all yeah, this is all going left. bad. Yep. It's all bad now. Yep. We can't oh. talk about Cosby Especially Show anymore. Especially this time, because you know, I'm, you know, we're just quarantined. We're watching. Yeah. We're catching up. I just want to watch shit that makes me happy. I, I got up yesterday and I watched like by act. I was like flipping through. No, no, I was watching something on TLC the night before. I went to sleep on some TLC. Turned the TLC on again, and I watched probably ninety minutes of Thousand Pound Sisters. Oh wow! What is that? These two very large women, who definitely—I'm guessing it's a spinoff from Six Hundred Pound Life. Mm, mm. I do not. But it's like one girl's like four fifty, and other girl's like six hundred pounds and some change. And as sad as it is, it's sad because they're they're working, you know, they're working on themselves and like you know, seeing a dietitian and like you know, it's slow but steady. Yeah. But they're hilarious. <laughs> they're really funny. And like you don't want to laugh at like two morbidly obese people, but they're laughing, so you're like, I guess this is okay. <laughs> They go to the dietitian. The lady's sitting there, and she goes, and she's probably about your size, like not like you know, just Thank like you. yeah. She's like you know, but then like the two women are sitting across from her. Of the thousand pound women. No, the, the no. dietitian. Girl. That would be dietitian. Great. That would be it's, great. And so like, and so she's <laughs> like writing down, and she's like, you know, what do you guys, what do you guys, uh, what do you guys like normally? What do you, how much water do you do you drink on, on a daily basis? And they both go. <laughs> <laughs> Accidentally. <Water>. Or- <laughs> <laughs> like. In we, my Kool-Aid, we, you mean? We avoided it at all costs. What are you talking about? Like, Hi, and, we're against hydration. And, like, and they're laughing at us, so it's making me laugh at it. But I'm like, man, that's sad as fuck. These bitches don't drink any water. Mm-mm. And then she goes, she goes, well, what do you drink? And she goes, sodies. <laughs> <laughs> Did she break the fourth wall and look at the camera? Sodies. Sodies. And then she was like, sodies. She was like, soda, soda pop. So, you know, sodies. And Where she are goes, they from? They were in Georgia during this okay. episode. So, they're, they're, so they were north of, I don't know, Tennessee, North Carolina, something like that. Okay. And uh, and then she goes, she goes, she goes. Well, how, how many, how many a day? Uh, she goes, eight to twelve. <laughs> oh my god, like, that's a case. And, like 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 looking. That's, that's like, a case of soda. Like still looking like that's a lot too. Like, twelve, twelve, to, <laughs> eight to twelve. <laughs> and, and she goes, but their diet. No, oh, hey, but hey. the diet that makes it all. And I better. was like, fuck, man. It, but I was. And like they're laughing, but it's diet cactus cool. Like, <laughs> it's some shit that's oh really gosh. extra syrupy. What do you drink? High C. Diet dude is like an extra extra Pepsi. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. Well, let oh me ask god. a question yeah. to all of us. When you were dating, 
probably a different like you weren't totally oh doing stand up. That was the nineties. But you're <laughs> but you're dating. You're dating. Well, early nineties. Well, I had a pager. You're in a dater world. Dating world. I'm in a dating world. <laughs> um, I'm just trying to include you. When you it. are on a date or you start talking to someone you like mm-hmm. and they're not a comic. I mean we've all, you know, in a, in, yeah. Right? Done, yeah. Civilians and non civilians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's talk civilians only. Yeah. So you go on a date, you're on a date, or, or you're talking or whatever, and they are like, oh, whatever. They seem normal. They work at a bank. And then they say, <laughs> I want to do stand up. And you, and you immediately are like, mm, my boner's gone in every way. Like, I don't, how do you feel about that? You, kn- you know two of my exes started doing stand-up. <laughs> I've been dying to talk you, to you about this. Like, you know. But legit, that happens to me all the time. Two girls I dated decided they wanted to start doing mics. Two? Okay. Two. One from one from probably six seven years ago, and then one you know the most recent. Mm-hmm. So you, uh, we'll talk about you, you that. You got that kind air. of dick that make a bitch like I want to get on stage. I got <laughs> dreams now. <laughs> but I just the particular one you're talking about who I've met. Yeah, she had a lot of dreams from tons conversations. Of dreams. Tons, like, of, tons of dreams. Tons of dreams that don't tons feel right. Dreams. So, but my question is, is like, do you hate that? Are you or like if you go out with a woman and she's like. I think I'm gonna try acting. You, you know what? Like, if it's it's the, it's hard work. It's like you don't want to even if even if it's. I never wanted to tour somebody from doing anything they love, but you don't love it, mm-hmm. right? So like that's the problem. If I knew you problem. loved it, and you were taking this shit seriously, like you had notebooks, but if you just want to go get a quick laugh so you can be famous, fuck you. Yeah. I could I could care less about it, especially yeah. after what you had to do. Yeah. In order to, and it was my ride a little quicker than some people's. Like, am, am I a star? Yeah. No, I'm not a star, but I mean, shit is pop. Right. You know, shit is going well. Shit's popping off right. like left and right. Yeah. And like stuff is, but it's like, but I did work for it. <laughs> right. I yes. did work for it. And like, so everything that is earned. Me off. Well, because there's and a, also a, they use my name. Yeah. Ugh, to get I stage can't time. Even. No. Listen. Yeah. But also, I feel like a lot of these girls have high Instagram followers. So it's like the combination of Oh, wait a minute. Me- I think networking. I know who this is. Oh, lo- oh, the you, com- you definitely, you definitely do. <laughs> you probably know one or two of them for sure. I know you, one but of the them. networking part of it happens while you're together at uh, unbeknownst to you, mm-hmm. right? And then all these followers, so mm-hmm. it's like this perfect storm that they're like, "Here I go." That's, and that's why I don't post my personal life. Right. Anymore. Right. Like if I, if like we were doing this, like I know we're all friends, but also we're doing this. Right. But like if we were just at your crib, I'm not posting a picture of us at your crib. You right. know what I mean? Like that. Even if we want to have a memory from it, that's not. I'm the same way. So it's like, yeah. But but you're right because they take that residual that rollover, mm-hmm. and it's like I'm not here to make you. You didn't you didn't put the the work in. Mm-hmm. Right. That's like that's like talking about going to Liquid Zoo. It's like yo, bitch. No, you don't start off at the Laugh Factory. Right. Right. No. 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 You don't start at the store. You don't start. I mean, you can. I mean, you can try if 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 you end up. But that's, that's all you're doing. You go to once a week and you stop by the Laugh Factory. Yeah. You don't want this. Right. You don't want this. You need yeah. to go to places you've never heard of. It might be dangerous. Mm-hmm. I perform in the back of churches, chicken mm-hmm. and the. Uh, <laughs> I, perform, I performed I perform, at a fondue restaurant. I performed in a park. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I performed in a park <laughs> with like like the basic like a karaoke mic. It was a picnic, so let's say nine. <laughs> it was like a church. I Welcome to I this picnic. I performed I, the at first a, time I ever did clean. I was so proud of myself. I did a church. I did a. Ch- I did a picnic in Dallas, at a park, six people. As I'm on stage, a kid walked up there from the crowd and goes, "Can we turn the music back on?" Oh, shit. I love that. That happened to me at an office party, a holiday office party. I was yeah. on stage, finishing my clothes. Are like they're like you need to do an hour like. It's fine, whatever. It's going okay. 
not everyone's into like it being stand up. Right. The, there's a DJ. <laughs> I mean, I'm just being honest. Like there were definitely buffet stations to be at at mm. the time I was talking. So I'm finishing. Some prime <laughs> He's like Aju, uh. like yelling it over my bit. So I'm trying to finish. You know, when you're like, I just got to power through, finish yeah, this bit, and get mm-hmm. the fuck out. I'm about to hit the punchline of this like longer bit closer. The DJ interrupts me behind me and goes, check, check, check. This was like a year ago, two years ago. Check, check. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? And he goes, yeah, all right, you're done. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you guys, I have too much gotta, saliva. You're not, you're not gonna have a dry cough now. You got a juicy ass <laughs> mouth. <laughs> it's a juicy as a spit. I know. The spit. I can't even. Den- oh, I'm sorry. I'm talking to this, not to you guys. I'm so sorry. Twist and turn. I will clean this. Okay. <laughs> I promise. And my hand. May I have some of that? Yeah, sure. Even though it's my own spittle, I, I still feel it's important. There. there we go. As long as I don't get anybody, I think Thank I'm okay. Sir. Anyway. Sonya be so happy. That was a spit take. Shout um, out to Sonya Marshawn. But he literally got, uh-uh, not in his beard. He really, he got on the mic and was like, okay, you're done. Let's start oh, the music. Oh, he just music. said that? The you're DJ? done. Cut my mic. The audience starts booing. Him. Him. Yeah. Because they didn't hear the rest of the joke. I started getting flooded with DMs like, can you tell us the rest of that joke? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is going Dude, I took on over. Here? I took over a show for Tony Baker once. It was supposed to be, it was a Christmas show for like LA Water and Power or something like that. Oh, wow. And it was out in, it was out in uh, Pomona. Mm. Drove an hour out there. Heartland. It was booked through Flappers though. Okay. Oh, uh, was it the other club at Flappers? Or was it no, it wasn't. Claremont. That's no, no, Claremont. it was. It was oh, yeah. at like a ballroom for okay. like a like a like a, a country club or some ballroom, whatever. And do and they sat people by position. So you watch money start here, and everybody got poor. It's like Downton Abbey. Dude, it was weird. It was like by the time you got here, you're like, oh, everybody's kids here are terrible. Right. Yeah. They kids bad as hell. That's and a janitor. And it was right. just. Dude, it was just. Like I mean, it's kind of similar. Like it was a microphone attached to a keyboard. <laughs> that was the only sound. Mm. <laughs> and I'm like, no wonder why Tony turned this shit down. It was it was terrible. They wanted me to do an hour. They start cutting me at like 35, and I was like, no, I'm here now. I'm finished. Yep. You and drove an hour. Fuck I that. I drove an hour get for hundred dollars. Yeah. Oh, mine was in Sidebar. Calabasas. Sidebar. <laughs> Flappers took commission from it, so I had to pay them ten dollars out of the hundred dollars I made. Flappers is <sighs> fucked up. And dude. Oh, and dude. Some dude, as I'm, as I'm like, because everybody sat in a circle. The dance floor is empty, so there's nobody in the middle in the meat of it. Everybody's on the outside. I'm right here in the front, with, in front of his keyboard, and then somebody comes over and starts no. sound checking the keyboard <laughs> as I'm talking. And I was like, you know what? You know what? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, that's uh, fucked up. Like it's crazy. Um, but that's the kind of hustle I'm talking about. So when you go out to back to like, and we'll wrap this up very shortly but like back to like you're on a date with someone or you're talking to someone and they seem so normal you know and then all of a sudden they're like do you know uh, any open mics I could do and you're like yeah here's chucklemonkey.com or whatever the fuck is still relevant the comedy bureau yeah just go if, if you go. don't have a notebook I'll take you seriously if you, if I occasionally you if I see you write some shit down yeah I might take you seriously mm. or go like what did I say you know like you take notes with I don't want to date a new comic. Or something. Oh, I don't want. Oh, a new comic? No. Get out. You got to be on my level or better. Six years in or more. True. Because I knew who also, I was. I also don't want to date a comic again. Yeah. Period. Because I've dated a comic that don't look me uh, directly in my eyes. I've dated a good comic. 
a good female comic I've dated before, and but it's just it was just, it was it's too much. It's a different. It was thing. too much. And a new comic, ugh, ugh, it's constant because that hustle's different. When I was a new comic, I can I can look at comics in the three year, five year, three to five year mark and see myself in them mm-hmm. and go, oh, I would turn, I would not go to this wedding to go do that spot. Like I get it. Right. Like you get offered something, you take it. Yep. But now I'm at the stage where I'm like. Now I'm gonna go to the wedding. Yeah, you know, and I think there's a real big difference there. I'm 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 there too. I'm going yeah. to the wedding now. Yeah, I before I, I'm married, I don't have anything anything to add to this comedy. <laughs> yeah, you do. It's a. I mean, there's a hustle. How would you feel your wife started doing comedy? Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny? My wife is very fucking funny. She is funny. Like my wife is dumb funny. Like if you ever been like you guys haven't had to like come to our house, we have a party. Like once all this shit dies I've down, never been invited. she's extremely entertaining. So <laughs> I think she got. I, I think. I could craft a hot. I could help her craft a hot five. Yeah, you know, I think she got a hot five to. in her. But like, but you don't think she's gonna be like, hey, Mitch? I gotta run back to the club. Like, I mean, like, nah, if, if, if she decided, like, she's like, hey, this is what I'm doing. Right, your nah. hustle is now my hustle. Yeah, I, 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 I think that because um, I don't know if I'd start. I just, over. I've been, I've mm. been married for so. Like, I'm like, I'm down for whatever she's down for. I mean, I'm just it's a different yeah. thing. Yeah. Like, my wife has had a couple of different small businesses that she's tried. Like. She she's a jack of all trades, so there's certain times where things are more. She's more passionate about certain things than others. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you know, but I just I think she's funny though. So yeah. that's different. Yeah, like, it's she, different. Like you... it's, it's kind of I've been I've been with her so fucking long. How man. long have you been married? We've been married technically speaking 15 years. We've been together for 22. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And here's the thing: I like dating comics. I do because they get it. I think there's dating someone in the industry you're in does make sense to me oh there's no I mean they get it they totally get it there's a connection that you're not gonna get with like I remember dating a guy who was like he was so fucking annoying but I was like I have a show tonight I wasn't I wouldn't even call it dating I was like I have a show tonight and he was like oh can I come and I was like, mm, it's kind of a workout room, so like, I'll get mm-hmm. you, I'll let you come to a show that's like yeah. worth coming to. He's like, sounds like you don't want me to come. <laughs> yeah, I don't want you to come. Like, I legitimately said no. I just said no. Came anyway. Right. I was like, now you're sitting here. I bombed, and here's why. This show right. sucks. Right. Yeah. And there's nobody here, but now you watched it happen. Now I got to care but about you. But I make sure like chicks I go out with. I want them to see me. Like, I want you to see me kill twice, mm-hmm. and I want you to see me bomb, because I need I need to know how you. Mm-hmm. How, how do you take it? Right. I'm good with it. I'm gonna bomb every now yeah. and then. Right. I'm fine. Right. Like, and I'm only frustrated at like what I should have done, not the set itself. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not mad at this one went terrible. I'm like, you could have fucking switched it around. Yep. You could have hit that. But be be comfortable because I'm not always gonna kill. Right. Yep. I need I need you to take it to the face and still be right. like, hey man, we had a bad night tonight. That's right. it. Yeah. Right. My wife has never been to like, she's been in environments where I've always had a good night. Okay. Mm. You know, she has, she's, I've come home from bombing. Yeah. And told yeah. her and dealt with the, that kind of angst. But that's different. That, but having to take care of someone after you bomb is what I'm talking about. Yeah. Right. Like, I, watch me bomb, watch me do well. Like, I, 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 I can always come back on personality in some way, shape, or form on stage. So mm-hmm. it's not going to be a killer set, but I don't think I'll walk off crying. Right. right. But like, especially at this point, but don't come to somewhere I'm telling you not to come. I'm not telling you because I'm afraid you're going to see me bomb. I'm not. T- I don't want you there because I don't want to deal with you. Yeah, right. It's also like you come in by yourself. Have a friend. Sit at the bar. Leave whatever. me alone. I don't want to do this. Also, also, I don't want. I, with dealing with, I mean, in my case, dealing with a woman who, 
who wants to be there it's like also just treat this shit like a job to me yeah treat it's it like work i'll let you know when it's cool to come i'm not going to invite you but if you but just be cool if you go hey can i come tonight and i go no nah, i don't come tonight be cool hearing that 100 percent. Right. but a lot of comics are on so much so much that i that's what i can't take yeah the on the, like can we can we, we just be people and not comics right now yeah and that that gets that gets to me because I'm not, I, I'm, like, I'm not funny? on all the time. I don't deal with the on with comics because you know, like, but I I deal with the on around comics because everybody's like auditioning for me while I'm trying to hang out and drink some Tito's. Yeah, that's like that's no, for me. That's the hard part. Hundred percent get it. You know, like I would love to come and support you more. You know, like yeah. come to your shows more. Same. You know what I'm saying? But it's just one of those things where it's like. And that's the harp. That's that's been my own personal struggle as a comedian. Yeah, because I was a writer first, and right. a producer first, you know. And some of the comics that are kind of doing well right now, I put them on television for the first time. Right. Mm-hmm. And so now it's the situation where I'm trying to develop as a comedian. Ten years in, still wherever I am with it, but it's hard for me. My development has been stunted, stunted because of that. Sometimes. Sure. Because it's like. There are also those times, like I just had a joke that I, I, I'm working on right now that I did like three weeks ago. Like, this was post Kobe. Mm-hmm. And it's, oh, a, yeah. it's a Kobe joke. I mean, but it's a, re, it's a good joke. And I did it for the first time and then there was like two comics right, like I hadn't even got off stage yet and they were ready to give me tags. Yeah. I can't. And I was like, yo, like, you got, I kind of saw what you, like I don't, like <sighs> Get dog, away like, from me. this is the <clears throat> first time me telling this joke. I'm happy with the reception. I know what I need to work on. I recorded it, you know. Yeah. I mean, when you see me work that bitch out a couple times yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's not getting better, then but like you got to yeah. let you got to let me breathe with it first. Right. Also, let's have a rapport as comedians. Right. Like I only trust certain people and I only really like I'm like, "You know what? You understand my take." Mhm. <laughs> What? I had a. I'm just thinking. I had a comic. This is probably, and we're and we're friends now. We're good. But we, I had a comic. I was at West Side, and I was trying to get this. Actually, it's my the the is on my first my first half hour. Uh, the chase. Oh, your my, first half hour? Or I guess my half hour. Ugh. <laughs> just kidding. I'm gonna push <laughs> you down in the grass. When you get outside. Don't you, touch me. <laughs> Do not touch me. <laughs> With his elbow, though, it's gonna be COVID friendly. It's gonna be a COVID friendly push. In a house party, kick me. <laughs> where'd you Where'd you get that cane? Uh. And like I was doing this bit, I was trying to get my Chase Bank bit right, and it finally got there. But it was like I was doing it for probably like three months, and like it was it was good all the way through. The story was good, and I didn't have a, I, I couldn't close it. I couldn't figure out how to close it. Mm. And then he he walks up, he goes, "Man, I've seen you do this for months. I don't think it works." <laughs> <laughs> and that was and that was it. And it made me so mad. I laughed at it, but it made me so mad that I go, "I this shit has to work. It's now. gonna work, yeah." And right. then after I go, he goes, he goes, "I knew that." I knew that put some fire into you to get that shit to work, and I was like, "Fuck your motivation!" Oh, he motivated you. Yeah, you well, helped that, me with that. Which, 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 that's that's actually I would rather have had yeah. that. Yeah. Than like like this is literally. And he the, wasn't saying it mean. He just the, he was like, I don't, "It was I don't, like the, it was like basically like I had just had a baby, and he's like, uh, too many wrinkles on that forehead. Like motherfucker, let it develop first. <laughs> let, let me tell you, let the baby uh, it ain't been in the oven yet. Yeah, let, it, let, let it cook a little how, bit, how, motherfucker. How, let me tell you this." I did a show that I did maybe three years ago and I just recently did it again for whatever reason. And the girl, you know when there's a comic that like is only doing their show? Mm-hmm. Like you don't really, right? She came up to yep. me after her show and she goes, wow, you've really gotten better. <laughs> and I never wanted to choke a person out more in my life. Like learn how to talk to people. Right. You're, you're really growing. 
Fuck, really? Because I don't remember your name. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember this dude? Or either one of y'all. This is a question, both y'all. Do you remember? Uh, his name will come to me, but this—it's a—he's a—he's an older dude. He's an older dude, but he says kaboom after he does a punchline. No. You know this dude? no. I, oh, wait. Is it a white guy? Yeah. Short little, like like a little. He was uh, a ball cap a lot. But, yeah. But has but but it got a little bowl cut? Yeah. Well, he doesn't have a bowl cut. He's Yeah, he's he lost his hair on the top. All right. I'm just saying that the rest of it's cut very but he bullish. Talk, he talks like this, and after every punchline, he goes, kaboom. No. After every punchline. No, I haven't goes, seen this guy. So I uh, saw so my doctor the other day, and then whatever silly punchline, he goes, Kaboom! Oh, I love him. But like in a set, in a five minute set, it says kaboom probably twenty times, and it makes me. I love that. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Because now you waiting for the kaboom. Yeah, I don't care yeah, what yeah, the bit yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. care what the bit is. Kaboom! Yeah. <laughs> y'all, y'all seen kaboom today? Is he here? Did kaboom go kaboom up yet? on the list? <laughs> I came for kaboom. Uh, well, I'm talking about the old guy who always goes like this. Do you remember that one liner dude, the older dude out here who's like, it's very funny, but it's very old school comedy. Oh, you're not talking about uh, Frazier. That's his name. Frazier? No, I don't know. I don't know his name. Frazier Would you right? know it if he said it? No. Oh, well, then we're never going to get to the we're bottom. We're never going to get the bottom. Oh. We got to wrap it up. Yo, we could be here all fucking I know. Year we are having that. a very good conversation. Because this right has now. been a great conversation. We will have an off camera conversation <laughs> yes. about some other stuff I'd like to talk about. Oh, absolutely. Um, but, Tom. You are you are our first guest. Hey man, I appreciate it. Seriously, thank you, thank thank you, you for letting for, me pop the cherry. Yeah, thank you for for so, being with us, man. Yeah, man. So why don't we close like this? What? How are you going to sustain your stand up ness during this time? For me, mm-hmm. um, it's pretty much writing more. You okay. know, I mean, for me, it's like you know where, where I am set wise. Like I have, a, I'm hour ish. Like I've always said, like I, I told you this before. You get mad when I say it, but I always said what? I wanted to put ten years in. Oh yeah. Before I ever thought about doing stand up on television. Right. And Which so, is me, I'll be like, what? Immediately. Right. You were like, fuck that shit. <laughs> year but two, I was like, what? I'm in my 10th year now. Okay. But uh, f- like, I have the champagne problem of the writing job is mm-hmm. eat, eats up a lot of time and yep. I don't have the bandwidth sometimes to get up on stage as much as I like to. Yep. This is. But this has forced us to put this coronavirus put everybody in an incubator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now I have a chance to really work out my stuff and really because my problem is technically speaking, I'm I'm putting it within the 45 hour ish. There's certain jokes I want to expand. Sure. I'm not adding new material, so mm-hmm. I want to. Got it. So that's that's my walk is just to just. Just bang out. Are you gonna more. do any of it online? Or are you gonna like? Nah, I'm nah, just curious because nah, I, mean, I don't for, think I will. Because aside <laughs> from that, I want to do. A, I want to write some. I want to write some more television shows. So I want to come out of. The, I want to come out. Well, of productive, yeah. Productive, yeah, yeah, same. same. Yeah, so that's that's more my thing. The, what about you? Mine is mine is because like I I was really ca- trying to get to shoot Juneish mm-hmm. is like my next hour, mm-hmm. and so now, but of course, like a lot of this hour that I'm doing now does make sense for what's happening now. Mm-hmm. Just even before the last, the last year, what I was doing is like, so now I'm going to manipulate it. Hopefully I get two more stories out of this. Mm-hmm. But like that's, I'm not so much worried about, the mechanics are, are like what I'm worried about losing. So I literally thought about just buying a mic and a cord to be able to like to yeah. always like kind of in a mic stand. But because we're talking that more, people amazing. are talking more mm-hmm. just on, just on the phone, just, just mm-hmm. catching up with people. Mm-hmm. I'm telling my story still. Yeah. So I'm feel like I feel like I'm working them out, even though there's not a crowd. But I'm like, uh, you know, me and Chase were on the phone yesterday for mm-hmm. two hours, and mm-hmm. we both came up with like two two new things for ourselves. You know, yeah. so I was like, oh, do I, all right, this is gonna be funny. I already got something that's attached to. So like you said, I'm I'm not gonna write more. I'm gonna try to implant. Yeah. In there, but I think the only thing I would do in this next few weeks to months that we have is is um, there are a couple of rants that like if I were to get them 
right and chop them up right and I think they're funny enough, maybe I'll post those. Yeah. But this this comedy no audience people are trying to do. I can't do I it. love the heart of it, what they're trying to do, but mm-hmm. that shit don't work. Honestly, I was at first jealous I didn't get asked. Because there's 49 comics. I was like, it just breeze right past for what? me. For, for there's the, one of the comedy, like, online, there's some 49 comics The Sam Comrose thing? No, I don't know. Well, I, let's give it no space, because I'm not on it. <laughs> uh, no, I think it's just like, and a lot of our friends are on it, and it's right, great, but right. I was just like thinking to myself, like, do I want to put myself in that position? Probably not. Do I need to? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Like, I already watch so much fucking television that I'm always posting rants about what I'm watching, yeah. which gets my thing, and I'm actually gonna develop doing my own special, like, and pitch it to, like, a couple people that I think would really get it off the ground. Yeah. So, And it'll be a very different kind of comedy special, so I think I'm just gonna work on that and, like, yeah, keep I'm, ranting I'm, about I'm, the I'm, midwife. I'm excited about about this time. I, like, I, I think for everybody. Because like a snow day. Because like I know like some of my friends who are like you know snow like quarter. you, snow <laughs> who snow work consistently. Year. Yeah. Like you know they finally have had a chance to breathe. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm not talking about chasing, chasing the energy. Yeah. Like even when you're not chasing it, you're still in you're still in the it, bubble. Dude, the the amount of. Uh, the fortitude that you have to have to live in this town, especially when you're working, and to know that even even though like, cause nothing is every, everything here is temporary. Yeah. yeah. No matter what it is, the stress of awareness, mm-hmm. the awareness of like what's going on, who's doing what, what do I need to do? I, I need to learn who's at what studio now. I got to be aware of so much at all times. Like the yeah. awareness yeah. will drive you crazy. And mm-hmm. now that I don't have to be aware about work and who's doing what and what, it's. It's gonna be a lot of hair that don't turn gray. Yeah, yeah it's a relief for yeah, sure. Straight straight up. But that's why when they were doing this online yeah. comedy show, I was like, Jesus Christ. And now I have to worry about that I can get booked on that. Like yeah. <laughs> I can't deal with this. But I, I've had a couple job offers for writing that mm-hmm. are supposed to happen in April and they've not returned they've not like come back and been like, Hey, we're on hold. So I'm just like, Do I are you guys do you guys care to call me? Does anyone want to just call me and tell right. me no? I mean, there's a, there's a lot of crazy shit going on. Yeah, but, you know, but it's great. I just think everybody. What I what I want to say is just I, I wrote this real long rant on Facebook, which I don't do, but I was just getting tired of all of, like the hysteria. Yeah, my military everybody, friend. Yeah, just everybody. You know, just be calm, be human, uh, be nice to the people that you encounter that are still out there working. Mm-hmm. I think that's really important. I do too. I literally. Uh, one uh, we went uh, I think uh, a couple of days ago we went to the grocery store my wife and I and this lady was working in the meat department and you could just see the horror on her face mm-hmm. and I was like and I walked over to her and I said excuse me and just by by sense memory she was like what like she did, and I said I just hope you have a nice day yeah and she lear- it was like a fucking McDonald's commercial because she yeah. turned and like threw a pack of steak at me and I didn't even want it. Uh, but I was just like to it- get free steak <laughs> in this day. No, it wasn't yeah, free. I paid for it. But she was just like, <laughs> like thank that was you. Toll fee. So like, here, <laughs> fillet for you. Like get just out. don't be a dick to people, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like like let's let's try to maintain well, like, our and humanity. It's, and it's a thing too. Like you you know everybody has to, you know we in it together of course. But it's 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 like when when a, especially a father says yeah. to his kid who who's like about to start driving is like hey I'm not worried about you. More about I'm worried about your ass on the road. Yeah, yeah, so it's yeah. like I, so just do me a favor, like just do it for me. Right. Yeah. Do it for me, like just be, be more cautious for me. For sure. And if everybody does that, then we good. That's what I say about sugar poop. Please don't eat everything out there. Don't you know what I mean? Do it for me. 
Oh. Do it for me. How do we follow you on uh, stuff? At Tom Bell? Bell. T-O-N-E-B-E-L-L. My name is not Tom. Now, who is <laughs> your Tom. favorite of us two? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Oh Next, time. Next time. I did pop my shirt open on X, and I'd like to throw that on the table. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Make okay, sure we cool. put, cut that clip. Uh, follow us on uh, on Twitter, on Instagram. We're on Spotify. We are. We're on Google Play. Also. Apple Podcasts. We now have a playlist on Spotify. Every episode I'm creating, I'm adding to the playlist based on songs. Oh, we- see? I didn't even know that. I haven't told you. Surprise. So I guess we don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I haven't. I haven't done it's anything It's all good. Like it yet. I love you, Gooder. I love you, Mitch. <laughs>